to the Divorce Devil Podcast, a show tailor-made for those stepping out of the divorce recovery space. Follow your hosts, David and Rachel, as they dive into the all-too-familiar shitstorm of the more-than-interesting end-of-the-road divorce topics, stories, and discussions. While realizing it can be a trying stage, they have been where you are and understand the struggle. And yes, the struggle is real. They know that recovery can be such a clusterfuck. Check out the podcast if you feel like you're juggling chainsaws, then strap in and hold on for some honesty, authenticity, and hard-in-your-face irrefutable truths. This innovative podcast is not for the faint-hearted, so if you can't handle the certain truths, just keep it moving. If you can, welcome to the show. Welcome, Welcome, everybody. (laughs) Welcome, everybody out there to Divorce Devil, episode 132. All right, today we're talking about the third prison of uh, divorce, right? Yes. Divorce recovery, which is? Changing. No. Changing lanes. Change. Yeah. Fearing change. That too. I I fear changing lanes in Colorado because y'all fucking can't drive. Sorry, love you, mean it. Anyway, so we're talking about fear of change. Not not lanes, not cars, but fear of change. Yeah. So we're going to have Rachel start because she did her homework. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing? Um, So. Hold on. Prison number, number three, three, which is fearing, fearing change. change. All right. All so, right. Rachel, start us off. Divorce can be challenging and life-altering experience. It is not uncommon for people to fear change during the recovery process. Here are 10 reasons why individuals can fear change in the divorce recovery. Our 10 top reasons, baby. Our 10 top reasons. Top 10. Well, David's and I just read it. Top 10, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's ours. Yes, it's ours. It's ours. Um, so, the first one is the big. It's huge. Uncertainty. We don't do things because we don't know how it's going to You're scared. You, you never how it's going to turn out. Yeah, they don't know the outcome. So, unless you've been educated, like, hey, if you step on an alligator, you're going to get bit. You pretty much don't have to do that to figure out that you're going to get bit by the alligator, right? That's going to hurt. Yeah. But everybody can tell you how bad divorce is or going through divorce Until is. you experience it. But, yeah, it's like anything else. Until you experience it, you're like, you're just listening and then if you're going through divorce, you're, you're in it. You yep. are a part of it. So the uncertain, so uncertainty, there's so many things like, am I damaged? Am I good enough? Was I good enough? How do I figure out who I am outside of my marriage? Especially if you've been married for a long time, right? Because if you got into it older, you probably know who you are already. And then you got into it. But if you're young and you're right out of like leaving your parents' house, um, you may not know who you are with alone so then you get into this marriage and you're like well i now have a partner how does that partner define me so the i think when i when i was contemplating divorce it was oh my god who am you have i never been alone yeah i've never i've never not been in a relationship other than my you know husband away from my parents like living outside of my parents home so i think that the 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 scary part of that is Am I going to be okay? We all just want to feel safe, right? I just, Rachel has survived. I did. I mean, you survived, even though you didn't think you were going to. Oh, remember when I first started? Oh, God, you were a basket case. <laughs> I was still a basket case, and that was years down the road. Now I'm like, great. Yeah. I'm healed. Oh. And it's funny, It's so funny because when we say we're healed, we are in a, in a space and a place where we can, if there's something that comes up, 
I feel like because of the podcast, I am like, oh, that was this episode. I remember talking about this. I, I think it's like, you know, going to AA. You yeah. know, you're, you're always an alcoholic. You're always a divorcee. Yeah. Yeah. You're never not going to be a divorced person. Yep. And, you know, so it's. The stigma. <laughs> that's a big one, too. So I just think uh, anything that we do, divorce, even getting married, there's that big unknown, like what's going to happen. And getting into a new relationship after divorce, that's yep. a big hole. Oh, fuck. I mean, all the walls, all the red flags, all the things are there, even if your new partner is. Sometimes you even make red flags without oh, them being yeah. there. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the way he breathes, he breathes like he my ex. Eats he loud. eats. Yeah. <laughs> he farted. I'm done with him. <laughs> well, then that would not be <laughs> too late now, <laughs> too huh? Late, right? Too late now. Damn good <laughs> damn, baby. That was a good one. <laughs> I mean, you whatever. You take the good with the bad. And yep. there you have the facts of life. <laughs> yep. The facts of life. And was there the anything in uncertainty that caused you to stick in it? You mean stick in it? Like, stick in the marriage? Like stay longer than I should yeah. have? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have a choice. She pulled the trigger. But after she pulled the trigger, my mind just went like helter-skelter. You know, how am I going to survive? How, how uh, What's going to happen next? Yeah. You know, the uncertainty, the uncertainty of that next step. You know, getting a lawyer, doing yeah. Doing all that stuff. No There's one tells so many. No, there, yeah, no one tells you how to get divorced. Like, and by like the, you said, we need to make a make a book, like a like a playbook. Yeah, we definitely need a playbook. We yeah. need like the make it like a sports playbook, but like Lance, 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 Lance help us. There we go. Um, help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord Jesus. Jesus, Lance. <laughs> Jesus Lance. He would agree. Jesus Lance. He would agree. Whenever someone says God or Jesus, he goes, uh-huh. it's, Lance. it's Lance. And we're all like, oh, mm, can't say that again. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think. Yes, in the hole. <laughs> Jesus, push nuts. Yes, in the hole. <laughs> Listen, what were we talking about? Uncertainty. Divorce recovery. The uncertainty uncertainty of, this podcast. of it, yes. <laughs> no, I think, I think anything is, most things in life are scary when it's new. When it's never been, you've never dealt with that before. Never done it before. But how do you get in there? You take that first step. And then the next step is easier and the next step is easier. And a lot of times you fall back to like, oh, I don't want to do that again. So, so check this out. I, I got a question. Waka, waka. So somebody who's been divorced like six, seven times, like Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Is it like farting in the wind? You it's know, the, Tuesday. You know, the <laughs> second, second, third, fourth, fifth. It's like there's that, you, you, you know, it's almost like dating. Yeah. You know, divorce is dating after a couple of times. I think, I mean, again, if you're you're out there and you've been divorced more than once or twice. Get back to us. Let us know. Yeah, let us know because I think you're quicker to get out of a bad situation if you've divorced the second time and the third time. But guess what? You might be the problem. So Mm -hmm. it might not be conducive of your uncertainty. You're just like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. But if really you're like listening to the podcast, breathes. odds are you're not the problem. Yeah. Because you have good taste. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Duh. I mean, some people that we know are listening. <laughs> I had a friend, I saw a friend today and she's on her third divorce. Really? Yeah. Did you pick just, your brain? Just now. You know, I did not. I should have. And now I'm mad at myself, but no. Now you will. No. And get yeah. back to us. Yeah. Yeah. She's on her third divorce. And and again, was it she kept going, repeating the cycle of partners that she was picking, or maybe? But you know, now now she's done. Before she was done, now she's done. 
done you know, getting married, done, done relationships. Done messing relationships. She's done with men. Done. Oh, I, that, I said, that's a phase. I, I, I said, girl, this is a phase. You're going to be out there hitting that stuff, girl. Go get that stuff. We all need some penis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, except David. David's I don't need no any penis. penis, no. David's got his keep, own. Keep, if you keep have it, one, keep, you don't need it. Keep but, your own penis, please. I mean, if, again, if that's what you like. I mean, yeah. it, but if you like penis, hey, that's fine. I like penis. Whatever you like, <laughs> whoever you are, whatever you like, go get it. Yeah, get you some. Get you some. <laughs> you like pine nuts? I, oh. I, to- I did mention, <laughs> when we had our little break for the UPS man, I did do a little segment while you were gone about nuts. Nuts. Bush nuts. Nuts, bush nuts. Yeah. You like pine nuts, tree nuts, bush nuts. <laughs> I'm going to stick a bush nuts. Nuts Just from, it's from, fun to from say. the bush. Bush. It's kind of, kind of like beer nuts. Bush. <laughs> Bush beer nuts. nuts. What? Bear nuts. <laughs> Let's Bush. not go down that rabbit hole. Bush nuts. Okay. Bush. Stop. <laughs> you need to stop because I'm just going to. So, number two, loss of fa- familiarity. familiarity. We can't speak, but that's okay. That's yeah. why we have a podcast. Get so, out You know, once you use the same thing, you know, you come home, even, even if you didn't like each other, you were still used to coming to that person. Yeah. That 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 mm-hmm. person was part of you, so you came home to that person. So now you're coming home to nobody. Yeah, and yeah. and a lot of times I think that's why people go back. It's easier to be in that comfort. Oh, don't go back. Don't go back. Don't go back. Um, and, and and hey hey, part two, don't hit it again. No. When you're done, don't go back and don't hit done. it. No. Yeah, don't go back. Don't well, go back and don't go back and I hit mean, it. I mean, here's the deal, though. <laughs> what if don't, don't, your don't say it. Don't had say a it. Good penis. <sighs> it, it doesn't or the behoove best you. Breast. It doesn't behoove you. Behoove? What are we fucking hoof. goats? Yeah. No. <laughs> He's making hoof, hoof gestures. Don't, it, it behooves you not to go back Sometimes to that. Sometimes it's hard. Like if you have. It's hard. It, Is it? I mean, if it's hard it's and hard, it's a yes. good penis, you might go back to it. I'm not saying that you but, should. But if you're getting divorced, but, the, the penis is no good. Okay. You, you penis? have to look past the Ryan. penis. You got to say it's Ryan. <laughs> no. You got to look past the penis. <laughs> Pass the penis like I used to do. Just pretend. Pass the penis. Yeah. Okay. No, I think a lot of times we get comfort, like we get in stagnation. We get set in our comfort, good or bad, negative or positive. And if we're having a bad day and we know that that person has, you know, comforted us before, we may go back to that. We shouldn't, oh but you might call and say, hey, that last time you did this or, hey, can you help me with this? Or your your ex-spouse is, I don't know, in finance or whatever. And but you're since you're here, can, can I go ahead yeah. and crack all the piece? Go. What did you <laughs> say? Yeah, since you're here. You know, so let's, let's say that you're divorced and she yeah. stops by and, and, and she goes, hey, since we're here, let's go ahead and crack off a piece. I said, no, let's not. Crack off a piece? Sex. I never heard that before. What, crack off a piece? Crack off a piece? Yeah, crack off a I piece. I thought you said crack hose are crack. something. I was like. Crack hose are peace. Oh. <laughs> is, that, is that like, you know, New Jersey or bust? What the yeah. hell? Cra- crack like, hose. Crack, crack hose are peace. Are peace. Wait. Yes. No, okay. crack off. Because there's no commitment? What? Crack off a piece. Okay. Crack you know, off kind of, a Kind of like a piece of candy. Just to crack it off and Let's eat it. Let's not crack off a piece. Yes. Yeah. So I'm saying don't crack off a piece. I think it, too, it, it doesn't turn out good in the long run loss of familiarity also comes to like i remember the holidays hitting and like we did specific things for the holidays for 25 years together so then when like thanksgiving came and i am by myself at my friend's house and living in her parents downstairs 
um, I'm like, what does Thanksgiving look like for me? But that's when you start to that's when you start to think about and start doing your own new traditions. But then the familiarity of all the family yeah. that I love or the yeah. familiarity of like having all the cousins together and having all the, you know, the older generation that you may not see. It's really hard to get past that. What are you looking at in there? <laughs> That's when you crack off the piece so you forget about it. <laughs> not at the family reunion. We've discussed this, David. You are not allowed to kissing, crack off a piece. Cousin, hey, kissing cousins. You're not allowed to crack, crack off a piece, piece at the reunion. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. It's just, that's where we have to draw oh, the lines. Oh, that was a Cheshire cat. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> Especially if you're my from a small hurts. town and everybody's kind of related, like one or two degrees. From Your uh, family tree goes up, doesn't <laughs> yeah. go out. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no branches, just a trunk. Yeah, exactly. Just goes straight up. <laughs> Again, so I think that familiar. We are going to have to start this podcast over. Oh uh, uh, we no, so we're, we're rolling with this one, man. Okay, uh, squirrel, back up over here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. When I call him squirrel, we know we're. Oh off track, man, we're right? off subject. Okay, so I can't let go. Crack, crack off the piece, man. I can't let it go. You never knew what it was. Cracker, 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 wait, cracker ho. Cracker no, crack ho. off a piece. Oh, uh, that's what we call hoe face. Crack a hoe. Cracker ho! What the hell is happening here? Okay, crack, cracker ho is like a salty white girl. <laughs> She's been around the block or two. Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Man, sorry, folks. <laughs> Saltines, yes. Mm. I don't know that you want to. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> See, I'm very visual, so now my brain is going. My mouth is so dry. I don't know how salty she is. My mouth is so dry. Gonna need more than water for that. Oh my god. Okay, where were we? Uh, Number three, emotional pain. Emotional pain. So most of what? What? Anger, um, hurt. uh, What's the other one? Um, Sadness. Sadness. Well, sometimes we can't get past that. That's what causes those, you know, big old, long, drawn out. Because because if you change, you know you're going to experience that. So so you want to keep the same. Yeah. But but the thing about divorce recovery is you're forced to change. Yeah. You know, even though you don't want to, change is coming, man. Well, especially like what is you know, there's a lot of, for instances, where one person wants a divorce and the other one doesn't. That person, the other person, is still totally in love with. The person who wants a divorce. Well, that person who wants a divorce has done. Yep. So you have to grieve the loss of the person who no longer loves you. The person who wants to battle you in court and say, well, we're done, we're over, we're no longer a family. And then all the things that are, you know, that are extensions of that, the children, the, you know, ex-in-laws, you know, there's family on my ex's side I love and still talk to. And that just because we got divorced doesn't mean that I still don't want to be part of their life, but it's just in a different dynamic. So collateral damage. Yeah. There's a, and then my kids are still cousins and, you know, aunts and uncles and all of that stuff. So when big events happen, they're going to be there. And I don't want any animosity just because him and I are together. Cause we mm-hmm. get along cause we have a 12 year old. We try to get along as best we can. And, I think a lot of times I'm sad and then I'm not invited where I was the one who was more engaged because he worked out of the country here, did stuff like I was a better auntie than he was an uncle, but he was a great uncle. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I I have to get dismissed now because we are no longer together. So there's a lot of emotion there, that, that goes that, yeah. you know, like it's almost like a loss. Yeah, it yeah. really is. So, really, so not great. only do you lose a spouse, yeah. you lose everything associated with the spouse too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like, 
when I say when we go back home to New Jersey, like we still have a house there that we rent out. And like my dad's buried there, our son's buried there, you know, my best friend's still there. So when I drive past all this family that I'm not knocking on the door saying, hey, I'm here. It really is sad because a lot of my life was involved with a big family, not necessarily mine, but my ex's family. So there is a lot of things that come up and, you know, you want to be more in, but you also don't want to step over that family line, you know, so. Financial insecurity. $27 in the bank. Let's just go with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, loneliness and isolation. <laughs> Being alone. That's that's huge. Yeah. You know, like I yeah. said, coming into the house and you're all alone. Yeah. You know, the dog's gone. Maybe you lost the dog, too. I mean, everything, the gerbil, everything's freaking hamster. Everything's gone. It's I just literally you. left you. with one bag. Yep. I left with one bag, went to my girlfriend's parents' house, and slowly, like, integrated a couple things. But I had no space to, like, have my favorite yep. picture, have my this, that vase that my mom gave me. All this stuff. A lot of my stuff I had to pack up when he wasn't home because we just couldn't be in the same room together for a long time, you know? So, so what happened with me, and you didn't do this, but remember, I moved downstairs. Stayed, yeah. And I want to see the kids every morning. And the the dynamic was strange at first, but then it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Because you made it work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did it for the kids. Oh, yeah. So, so it's not like Kramer versus Kramer where the guy has to leave every time or somebody has to leave. You know, you can coexist sometimes in in the same, especially a big ass house. Yeah. We had a big house. Yeah. So I was in the home theater, uh, on the futon and man, I had a little, we moved out of the big, big house, little bachelor pad. I was chilling, man. Yeah. We moved, we, I couldn't bring no honeys in there or anything, but I was chilling. Well, that was respect too for your kids. I mean, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. I am. Unless they were at school. I'm sorry. <laughs> you aren't cracking a piece off. So. I mean, what you do in your own home oh, is your own man. business. Oh, man. You're going to go with that, aren't you, today? <laughs> cracking off a piece. I just love when I can use your words to get you back. Cracking <laughs> off a piece. Cracking off a piece. Yeah, yeah we moved from the really big house, and then we went to a, a house that we started to rent um, to try to figure things out. And then all hell broke loose. And I did stay downstairs for a little bit. And then there was that final straw moment that I had. He Couldn't had whatever. It. And I was out. And I literally didn't have a place to go until my best friend's like, you can just go to my parents' house, stay there as long as you want. And then you talk to them and, you know, slowly stayed there for um, six months, mm-hmm. um, five, six months. Um, did a couple holidays there and, you know, did end up going back to the house to do holiday and then leaving at like half the day because it was his time or my time. So it was familiar for the kids, like just to keep them in a space. That was weird. You know, you know, like I said, at one time I did Thanksgiving, yeah. I invited her. I said, mm-hmm. I never do that shit again. Yeah. Yes, you want to yeah. take her on a bike ride. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I didn't go. Yeah, without a yeah. seat. And I uh, think a lot of times, <laughs> you know, this one was really hard because my kids didn't come see me at my house. Like my son, my younger son did, but my older kid was out. My older children were either in college or out on their own. And mm-hmm. they didn't come see me in that space. So I felt really alone like it was all my fault. And I felt like, do I deserve this? But you know what? At, you have taught me to, the the podcast and David has taught me like it'll come to you when it needs yep. to come to you and it'll come back when it needs. And a lot of it is you have no control of anything. Nothing. And that loneliness. O- only is, stuff yeah. you can, you can control. Yeah. You can't control other people. And a lot of times that loneliness would bring me to like being pissed off. Like I yep. fucking do everything for everybody. Yep. And I'm the one who doesn't have the kids living in the house. Yep. I don't have the one, you know, I'm not the one that. But has you survived. Stay. Because I left. And that was thrown in my face for First a long stop. time. I'm First not, stop. I'm not crying. Yep. No. Your eyes are sweating. My eyes are leaking. But yep. yeah. So I think, think I was. Think about off a piece. I was. <laughs> I think I was really lonely for a long time and took it out on 
myself. Like, I, I think that we spend entirely too much time on fault. Yeah. If we take some of that fault time yeah. and and use it to have fun with our kids, because yeah. fault can eat you up. Yeah. Even if it is your fault. Well, especially when I had $27 yeah. to make my spouse still had all the money he makes. Like, you know, things were shut off. Like, yep. if I couldn't get money, I did not. And they're still going to the fancy restaurants and doing all the mm-hmm. things and but going on okay. trips and going. To, that's okay, And though. I'm just like, oh, we can play Legos. Well, the Legos was really, you know, that bonding time with my yep. son, knowing that, like, I don't have to have money to show him how I care I don't about have him. to buy you. Yeah. And so I compared myself to my ex, who was still my spouse, but I wasn't a part of that. So it was like, well, I don't know. I don't earn as much as him, so I can't do this. And the loneliness turned into going out all the time, drinking, hopefully having my date or a friend say, hey, I got the check. And not wanting them to, but letting them, you know. So, again, when I started making my money back and stuff, I was like, oh, nope, it's on me. I got you because you were there for me when you didn't and, know you were there And then hope I'm not cracking off two pieces the same night. I mean, you can make two dates for yeah. one night by mm-hmm. accident yeah. because they both have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Make sure you put their picture next to your contact thing. Yeah. You know, oh, that's not the one I like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to cancel both now. Number six. Six. Parenting challenges. This this was one of the big shockers to me that I had to go to a class to be a parent to show them how to parent. But I've and been a parent for the freaking film was like 1950. Yeah, and I've been a parent for 22 years. Yeah. Like you're gonna tell me how? And to the be a only the only thing that they say in that film is don't use kids as a weapon. Yeah, that's all they say. They could have said that the first time and saved like 45 minutes. Oh yeah, and yeah. bad film. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so like it's four hour event that you have to do. And we were going through a divorce during COVID. So everything was online. It was like, how much do you have to participate? Like they ask you fucking questions. You're like, uh, caller five, you're, you're next. I'm like, oh wait, am I caller five? Oh, they, it, it was live? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was like, we were supposed to go <clears throat> in person, but then yeah. all the things were closed down. We did in person. So that was my first eye opener other than getting the paperwork for the divorce. If you don't going, like going down to uh, El Paso County yeah. and sitting in a room with probably 200 people and watching this flipping film. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was like a hundred people in our Zoom thing, or however many Zoom people you can have at a time. They were, it was filled. So did they ask everybody a question? Oh yeah. They're like, okay. And we you do, do like the little clicker, everybody participate. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, and then the thing that gets me too is like, they give you this, uh, uh, literally a packet. What the 17th day after the second holidays, blah, blah, blah. Where's your kid going to be? Huh? I don't know what Christmas, you know, if something comes up and, you know, you need to go out of town, where are your kids going to be on the third Thursday of, you know, 2036? Yeah. Because our son is, at the time when we were getting divorced, he was eight. Yep. So we needed eight or nine. And so we needed to know and for the next 10 plan. years where he was going to be. Yeah. Every day. Every day. We just did like alternating. If something comes up, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, this is. Because if you have, like, you know, custody stuff or someone yep. tries to go get more custody if you have 100% and another one, well, she didn't listen to her plan and I didn't get supervised stuff or blah, 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 blah. That plan that you have to submit is in their document. So there's just a mm. lot of shit that how, you know, when you're going through all your expenses and you go, oh, I got $27 to make. But it looks like I have 300000 because our combined yep. stuff together looks like that more. And so, yeah, there's just... There's a lot of stuff that goes into getting divorced, people. It is not easy. But 
if you're in a bad situation and you and your spouse are on the divorce track, don't let loneliness, isolation, parenting, all these prevent things prevent you from, from pulling the trigger. Because yeah, you need to be happy, and we say that all the time. Um, Number seven. Self identity. That's uh, a big one. That was because hard for me. because you were. You were a couple, now you're single. Oh, and, and you're a whole different person. And I've talked about this too. Like, I moved from my hometown to my ex's hometown, and everybody knew his family. His dad was a doctor, his mom had a daycare. So they had big businesses in the town, in the area. So everybody knew them, who they were. He's one of five kids. So lots of generations of people, all the cousins, all the everybody's related in the town, blah, blah, blah. Um, I did not know, and I can say, until I moved here, I was 42, been here seven years now, um, I did not know who Rachel was outside of John and Pat's daughter, Sharon's sister. Sharon has got cerebral palsy. I want to do say happy birthday to her. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, birthday. Um, I know she listens. Um, um, so Sharon's big sister, I was... You know, never really, I hung out in a, this group of people, you know, things like that. So then it became, I was Jerry's wife, Jacob and Kimberly's mom and dad, Logan's mom, um, mom. Um, it, there was always some degree of outside of who I actually am. So yes, I'm a nurse. Yes, I do all these things. But until I moved here and had to sit in my self bubble, you didn't have identity yet. I didn't know who I was. Oh, interesting. And I think, I again, the podcast has really helped me. The friends that I've had here that were my own friends, like even after my divorce, the people that I've become closer friends with that are outside of my ex-husband, um, our friend groups and stuff, I have learned what I will and will not take. Like I literally lived here like three weeks and my mom died. Like What? So I was back and forth to Florida. I had all these things happening. So now I'm now I'm technically an orphan. I have no parents to call or fight with mm-hmm. or, you know, have any dynamic of family other than siblings or cousins or whatever. And then I'm going to divorce with nobody. You know, my ex had the kids most of the time because they had their bedrooms, you yeah. know, when they came to visit. Um, he made the money. He, you know, he could give them other things. I mean, there was a time where I was just like, I never felt like, I wanted to take myself out, but I was like, if I was just not here, here. Yep. it would be easier for everybody. So, I don't know that that doesn't mean I would hurt myself. It just meant ugh, I don't know yeah. how much more I can take. I think the self identity too is yeah. is when you get divorced, it comes in stages. Yeah. It doesn't happen all of a sudden, boom. Oh yeah. I'm that person. Or they say, Do you want to keep your name or do you want to change it? And I opted yep. to change it, but I still do have my ex husband's name because of all my licensing and all that stuff. And all right, so. scene. Self identity. Yeah, this was really hard because, you know, after all those things that you're no longer I'm still my kids' parents. I'm parent. I'm still a nurse. I'm still this. But who am I actually? What do I care about? What is my heart's desire? Where do I want to be? What's my hobbies? What's my interests? What are my boundaries? What are the things that I will no longer accept? And that takes rock bottom. That takes, you know what? You've been drinking too much. You're not really in tones. You've been losing a lot of weight. Your fucking teeth are falling out because you're not eating. So maybe the identity you become, you don't want. Yeah. So so you have to switch it up. Yeah. Um, And it's almost like that. We can call it like BD and AD, before divorce and after divorce. What about DD? DD, during During. divorce. Um, 
Double D. I like that. <laughs> You're in the double D's. I mean, that's your hope phase too, right? Roadhouse, double D's. Double hey, D's. hey, they're remaking Roadhouse, the movie. Stop it. Yes. They don't need to. I know, Patrick. Come on. They stop it. They are. They need to stop it. I know. Yeah. Double D. Um, the double deuce. It's like they made remade Dirty Dancing. I was like, we need to stop. Yep. Like, that's enough of that. If they remake Ghosts, we're fighting. Because baby... <laughs> No, it was in the corner. Uh, yeah, yes. so I think a lot of times when you're going through divorce, it really is a conscious effort to say, "Who am I? What do I like? What want I?" And dating does that for you too. That serial dating that will throw you right into who you are, what you don't like, and who you don't like, and all the shit. That's 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 a whole different fearing change. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, and I the other day it was funny because I was talking to my daughter, and what well, was when we were having our disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, in all my relationships, the way you describe me as, like, the bad guy, none of my other relationships would ever, you know, make me the villain or make me out to be like that. But that's that mom-daughter dynamic where I'm her safe space to be an asshole. And I can be an asshole back to her because I'm just like, no, you're not going to talk to me like that. And I don't think that I would go to the extreme because I still feel like I'm trying to prove to her that I'm not just her dad's wife. I'm mm-hmm. not just, you know, her mom. I'm not just, you know, the nurse. I'm not just this. I'm actually a human and have feelings and yep. have all this stuff. So I think we really need to fight to figure out who we are. And you got to fight for, for your, your right, right to have self-identity. Woo! And then party. Yeah, party. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we... How do you guys even do that? Do you... Are, are, are like, men actually aware of themselves like women do? You know... Uh, men, men aren't thinkers, big, big thinkers. So, you know, we're like, oh, food, uh, sex, uh, sleep. But yeah, we think a little bit. When you're in a but, divorce, though, yeah. and you're like, shit, I fucking failed. I'm no good. No one's going to like me. Oh, yeah, I went through that. Oh, God, I went through that. I'll be ugly forever. Nobody would want yeah. all this, but everybody wants all this. And so, <laughs> so I figured, realized that everybody wants all this. And I was everybody, like, whoa, everybody was kung, kung fu fighting. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> No, Those so, bitch were fast as lightning. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Um, once, once I found out that I had the power, I was like, oh, shit, I got the power. Yeah. And, yeah. and do you really have that that conscious effort of going, hey, this is my, I'm worth, I'm enough, I'm worth this, this is my, this is who It went in stages. I think that it grew in stages that I'm worth it. And then it, it grew in stages that I quit dating crazy women. So the crazes went down, but I'm worth it went up, you know, because yeah. you, you start with no worth and freaking crazy as hell. Yeah. And then it kind of evens up a little bit because you're dating anything. Oh. Pulse, I love you. <laughs> and I Two think feet, that's a man I love thing, you. too. Yeah. I, think that's a, yeah. I, I think that's a dude thing. Like, you can't – men it ha, Men have a hard time being alone in general. Oh, yeah. Unless they're and, in that bachelor And that's got me in trouble so many and times. Unless you're in that bachelor stage, like, fuck the world, I don't care about anything, I'm just going to be a player. Like, I think once Won't you're out of- a player no more. When you're coming out of divorce, too, you want to know that you're still valued as a human. Because you, you failed in all those aspects. And you're- I, I think with men, it's like, do you still have it? Do you think there's still that divorce stigma that there was, like, 20 years ago? I don't think so because everybody's divorced. Yeah. No, there's there's no more stigma. That's one of the things, you, you know, that, that social stigma. Yeah. That That's one. Yeah. There is a slight stigma, but so many people divorce that stigma is so low. Yeah. Yeah. 
that. So there's married people but do you think and the worst people. Is that now, you know, a bad thing on your self-identity? Oh, she's a divorced 49-year-old. Or she's a this. She's no good. She's got baggage. She's got children. She had this. She did that. And now, you know, she's just an elementary school nurse. Do you think that that affects your identity as a divorced human? As a divorced man, I, it, it was more like, you know, you have to go with the deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So deal breaker yeah. for me was smoking. That was the biggest one yeah. I had. Everything else was negotiable. Yeah. Then it became small kids. Yeah. And then so the deal breakers just grew and grew because you're going through that dating phase and, and yeah. you're trying to figure it out. So that, that kind of helps your uh, self-identity too. Yeah. Because the deal breakers get you to narrow that, that little playing field. Yeah. Well, Instead of having a big, too. yeah, so. swipe left, right. You know, yeah. you got it. You got to You got to know the game too. <laughs> it takes a while. The to game, know the girl. Game. The game. <coughs> yeah. The game. Yeah. Okay. I am the game. <laughs> practical considerations. Divorce often requires individuals to make practical adjustments, such as finding a new home, changing jobs. Those are big changes. Oh yeah. Legal processes. These practical considerations are can be overwhelming and uh, over yeah that can be career. so overwhelming you know changing yeah. changing jobs uh, changing um, who gets the house uh, the, uh, the abode was huge yeah. the, you know changing abode was cool because we lost our house yeah because of it yeah and so that was huge because you know that was the house I built and that's where the kids were raised but we well, lost and it, where so. the kids go to school yep. and like you're you know you know how you know every turn to your job now you got to go to a new neighborhood you got to go to this you got to mm-hmm. find what school works for you you may some people may have to get a new job like I had yep. to get a new job but because of covid and then it was a different oh shit I have no money now because I can't find a job because it's covid um and then it's, oh, we got to go to court this day. Well, then it's going to cancel. Oh, I already took off of work that day to do that, but it's canceled because there's nobody at the court. So there was a lot of little Or even things. practical yeah. practical considerations is freaking COVID. That's COVID. a practical oh, yeah, consideration. That. That's huge. Hey, when down, don't do that. Don't <laughs> get don't, divorced don't get COVID. divorced during COVID. Yeah, wait till it's over. Don't, don't um, get divorced during the pandemic. Yeah. Put that shit off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, too, is like... Just keep cracking off a piece. I... <laughs> Till you can get out. I think the, the some of <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Um, it's like a piece of candy. I think one of the practical changes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 ready? <laughs> yeah. Um, where was I talking about? No, the only the other things that changes is friend dynamics. Oh God, yes. Um, you that's know, huge. Like. If you're big on going to church on Sundays and now you're going by yourself, oh, she's the, she's the, you know, the maid, what do you call the, when you get a, your older woman, um, the matron, old maid, old maid, old maid or something yeah. like that, you're now that, you know, oh, well, her husband left her or she left yeah, her but husband you can, and she did that. Yeah, you can start poaching all the men though. Yeah, no, that's, I'm good for that. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but there's so many changes that happen that you don't, you don't prepare for it yeah. because, Again, unless you've been through one before, but when you don't they know come, but but when they come, don't freak out. Yeah, because they're coming. Yeah, every day or every couple of days, there's a new one. Just just oh, just, wait, just roll with divorced? it. Oh wait, yeah. I didn't know. Or then people would be mad that they didn't know, and it's been like two three months. You're like, mm-hmm. wait, I I can How come barely, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I could barely feed myself and like sleep. But I forgot that I needed to tell Call you. you. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Why didn't you tell me? What or happened? The proverbial change your last name or take your last name off of your Facebook. And it was like, why did you change your name? 
I, I, I was not changing my name. Yeah. You don't. Okay. You fuckers. Yeah. Go I refuse to change name. my name. Fuck off. I oh, refuse to change my name. We're going to fight. I'm going to stick with my you name. You should change your name to my yep. last name. There yep. you go. Okay. There we go. This or squirrel. Consuelo Banana squirrel. Hammock. Yeah. David Squirrel. <laughs> David the Squirrel. Squirrel. Okay. Squirrels do dentistry? Yes. <laughs> what was your your biggest overwhelming fear when the new change? Like with your practice and all that, the business? And- yeah, practice, house. Mine were tangible things. Either it was kids or it was practice. So yeah. we had to negotiate, you know, the buyout and things yeah. like that. That was huge. Well, and she just wanted a lot. <laughs> wow. That pretty much sums it up. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. Thanks for she coming. She just wanted yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. She wanted your blood, sweat, and tears, and your soul. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. I got to stick up for you sometimes. So, okay, social stigma. Hmm. Uh, uh, we did that. Yeah, that one, that one too. Okay. Yeah. Fear of repeat failure. That's a big one for you. Yeah. 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 Well, especially because for a long time, I didn't Bec- know because, my- because your parents are divorced, so yeah. you're second generation. And my thing was, I am, when I got married, I am not getting divorced. I'm going to be the one that doesn't I'm do I'm not going to do that. Kiss. That's not going to be me. There is no way that I, I have found the love of my life. That's it. I'm going to work it out regardless. They'll sudden, bing, And then reality. when you step outside of that, what you thought Back was great. Back to life. Yeah, the reality. Reality. Really, oh yeah. Reality can really affect all of these things that you have here. And I remember when I was first dating Lance, I was just like, "Are you gonna leave me? Are you gonna do this? Are you gonna be that? Are you a narcissist? Are you this? Are you that?" Because you know, my the big narcissist in my family wasn't even the one I was married to. It was nope. you know an outside nope. force. And so I'm like, "Oh, what's your family like? Or what's your kids like? Or what's this like? Or what because did your you were ex scared. do? Or what did you do? The fear. The fear. Yeah. yeah. And That's so." The fear. I if, I think if you we've we've had this discussion him and I, I was like how long do you think um, I had my walls up he goes it was a long time it yep. was a lot of I think the podcast helped me go huh but this that's guy's okay. not hey, out there he to owes, hurt me he owes me he does yep. I mean it's all about you if it wasn't for you I uh, mean there you go <laughs> and match.com. yeah once again uh, divorce level one thirty two prison number three of divorce recovery yeah. fearing change. Uh, it is important to, to recognize 10? and understand yep. these fears as a part of the divorce recovery process. Seeking support from family, friends, and professionals such as therapists and divorce coaches. And podcasts. And our podcast um, can help individuals navigate these fears and embrace the necessity of change and healing and growth. So basically, work on yourself. Figure out what you need. All these things are doable. Like You can get past yep. most of these things. You will survive. And it, I Gloria think, Gaynor. Yeah. And once you have your identity back, it becomes easier. So all these things, yes, it's a back and forth and it's a roller coaster and all the proverbial things that everybody says and it's all the cliches and it's all this shit. But there's also milestones. And when you finally smile for the first time for not like without feeling guilty or yep. you have a day where you don't think about a divorce at all or so nice you're able to call or text your ex and it's not a fight there's little tiny wins um, wins. wins yeah wins um and again then there's these big things that punch in your gut you have no air you're like oh shit i need to call the ambulance like there's a lot of things that happen that are going to get you food and each time they happen they're a little less and each time that you come out of it, you're like, oh, look at how strong I am. And then you look back three and a half years, however many years you've been divorced, because we never know. Um, you're like, look at how far I've come and look at how much I've healed and look at how fearless I have become. And I think you've, that's part of it. You've succeeded. Yeah. You've 
is the healing process. You, you know, think, you, you know, we're still healing. Yeah. And I don't think we've become fearless, like totally, because there's times where shit comes up. Like, oh, like talk about this. Like I was so alone and so isolated and so disconnected mm-hmm. from the only people here that I know are my family. And it actually made me step into more friends, like figuring out who my true friends were here. Um, so yeah, step out of that comfort zone, figure it out. Again, we don't, we're, we are definitely advocates for staying in marriage, working it out therapy, but with fear in this divorce recovery process, take the good with the bad yep. and just know that each day is going to get better. There's going to be shitty days, but each day is going to get better. You're going to smile more. You're going to find happy. You might find a new relationship, whatever it is, whatever, whenever you're ready, just take that first step out of here. All right. Episode 132, prison number three. Love you. Bye.